Where's my car? I told Taylor to fetch a decent price. <sighs> Christian, this is way too much. Did you just roll your eyes at me? I can see where this is going. All right, so there was a whole bunch of movie there. Nobody cares. But it looks like Christian went ahead and, and was being such a boss that he bought her a new car and got rid of her old car. And she didn't like that because she's an independent woman. And she wants to take command of her life. But she still is pretty attractive to this billionaire after all. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall. And together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. Then she rolls her eyes at him. And he says, did you just roll your eyes at me? So this is basically him setting up a scene where there's going to be an infraction, right? Where she broke the rules or she disobeyed him in some kind of way. And if it's done in a playful way, between, you know, between a sub and a dom, that can be a really fun thing, right? So if I tell a girl, go over there and get something. And then she does, but I go, ah, that's much too slowly. You need to improve your pace. Come over here. I just created an infraction, right? It doesn't really matter what it was. It matters that she like broke a rule or didn't do something that I asked her to do in order for me to use punishment, as we would call it in King Play. So that is fun punishment, not like actual punishment. We're not actually trying to hurt the person or to cause fear in them. It's part of the game. Do you know why I'm doing this? Because I roll my eyes. And is that polite? <laughs> no. Excuse me? No, sir. This is pretty good. All right, so he's thrown her over his knee and he's asking her if she knows why she's here. And she gets it, right? It's part of the game. She says, I rolled my eyes at you. And that's why he has to punish her. But even though she's being submissive in movement, she's not being submissive in attitude, right? So she's like being bratty and like, well, it's because I did the naughty thing. And then he says, excuse me, right? Which is that you must submit not, with, not just with your bending over my knee, but with your attitude as well. And then she corrects that. I'm sorry, sir, or whatever it was that she said. Okay, and now he's going to have to punish her so that she learns her lesson. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> Incorrect. This sucks. Right, he's gone to the trouble of like setting it up, the slow reveal, pulling the panties down. And I've watched the scene before. So basically he gives her three hard slaps on the ass and then on the ass, as we say in Australia, and then sends her on her way. Why? This is not a punishment session that he's just done. He's just done cold slaps, right? So no warm-up at all, just gone for a heavy hit three times, and then he leaves it at that. But that's problematic. But the actual issue here is his technique. Now, no offense, Anastasia, but you are more on the bony side of butts. And if we look now in slow motion about at this strike, bang. All right. Look at the impact point. He has spanked her directly over the ischial tuberosity, otherwise known as the bum bone. So if she had a fatter, juicier ass, it probably wouldn't matter, right? You could just you just spank the general center of mass and it'll probably work. But with a more slender, svelte girl, uh, and if you want to be technically correct, you need to be aware of where you're spanking. The two places to spank a woman when she's bent over is the pocket of the jeans right, where, where the actual pocket would be, and underneath the butt, right, so the, the cheek that's hanging underneath. So we can do an upward stroke on that and a downward stroke on the pocket, but he's gone between those and hit her directly over the butt bone, which is incorrect placement, bad form, Christian. And then what are you doing, man? 
you should be giving her a little, some warm-ups, like you could be giving her a little bit of floppy warm-up to bring blood to the skin and to prepare the surface as you were having that sexy dialogue. So you've been a naughty mistress, haven't you? Yes, I have. And what did you do wrong? I rolled my eyes at you. And you're still rolling your eyes at me. I'm sorry, sir. Yes. And now you should be punished. That's how I'd prefer to see him do it, that he could have been doing warm-up strokes, grasping, gripping, to get her prepped and build anticipation so that when he does hit her with his, with his heavier strikes, that the surface area is ready and, and she's, it's going to be arousing as opposed to what it is here, which is just harsh and painful. Look, some people will be into this kind of thing. There are different dolmen sub combinations. Some people like harsh authoritarian dominance, but the vast majority of women won't. They want sensual dominance, right? So dominance that includes elements of restraint or impact, but is done in such a way that is much more on the pleasure side of things than pain. You had me going. I was enjoying this scene and now I'm not. There's the one spank. Okay. Do you want more? She doesn't say yes or no. Okay. So he's done a couple of spanks and then he's checked in with her. Do you want more? Which is good. Like, especially for someone who hasn't been spanked hard before. She doesn't answer. So she didn't give a yes or a no. And then he just spanks her again, which means that he's broken his own rules. Why ask for consent if you're not actually going to wait for the answer? Welcome to my world. And finishes with welcome to my world. Really? Do you remember what was in the red room? The first, the, that first we came in and there was hundreds of different floggers and crops and canes and dozens of different restraints and cages and spanking benches and whatever. And now the welcome to my world is that he gave her three cold, incorrect spanks. And that's going to suddenly change her perspective on life, is it? Oh, he's so restrained. That's all he wanted. Now he just puts her back in place. And she's come out of this like this was some earth-shattering experience. She got spanked hard a few times. It would have actually been like, ow, ow, ow. What was all that about? What are you doing? I have a few things at the office that require my attention. I have some business attending to that I must okay. be attending to. Right. So he goes to all the trouble of setting up this dynamic where she breaks a rule, there's an infraction, so which then gives him the right and the juicy, sexy scene to punish her. And instead of turning that into some erotic hot role play, which took her into some peak subspace, uh, he gives her a few stoic spanks, does four seconds of aftercare, gives her a little kiss, and then decide, tells her that he has to go after the office. This is not good dominance and submission. This is not good BDSM. But what it is good is good manipulation. And that's what he's doing, right? Whether he's conscious of it or not is he's getting a girl amped up in some kind of way and then withdrawing his affection because he has mummy issues and, and, and deep psychological issues that she's going to gradually iron out of, over him over the next six hours of boring as fuck movies until she totally neuters him and domesticates him at the end. I presume. I will never know because I'll never watch the end of this shit. Okay. just thought that <laughs> i enjoyed tonight you enjoyed tonight nothing happened you spanked her three times and now you're going to the office you're a workaholic christian you need to you need to reappraise your priorities i know i did say that ceos look do you want to be a billionaire or do you want to be this cushy lover who's spending all your time with some nondescript librarian you ready are you getting bored guys i'm 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 trying to keep this interesting and i'm trying to stay focused <laughs> this, this movie is so not erotic like i'm i have not had an erection the whole time i'm telling you the truth 
I've been sitting here floppy as limp celery. Okay, now he's taken it back into the red room. All right, finally, the good stuff. What's it? Where are we going to go now? This is the third time she's had sex, by the way. So, like, is he going to do any warm-up? Or by now she's used to just being stabbed. Don't bite people on the lips. It's my pet peeve. I fucking hate lip biting. Eyes down. Take off your shoes. Arms above your head. You have a beautiful body, Anastasia. I want you unashamed of your nakedness. Do you understand? Yes, sir. You're biting your lip. You know what that does to me. Turn around. When I tell you to come into this room, this is how you'll be. You'll wait for me, kneeling by the door. Do it now. This scene is decent. Okay, so he's setting up a situation where he is praising the submissive, telling her that in her nakedness, that she should be unashamed, that she is beautiful. Okay, so this is a good thing to do as a dominant. You're not there to make the person feel like they're your slave or that they are less than you or subordinate in any like human sense, even though you may have control over them physically. And it's an important part of, of dominance is to understand you have responsibility for the sub and that includes her emotions. That includes how she feels about herself. So a good dom will actually raise the self-esteem of the sub as opposed to breaking it down. He's also giving pretty clear instructions about what he wants in terms of submissive posture, ways for her to present herself to him, and he's micromanaging the way that her hair is because he's particular about this. Whatever, that's fine. So yeah, okay, this is this is a decent kind of intro to a humiliation scene. Hands flat on your thighs. Giving her clear instructions of what he wants to do, that's good. And now he's going to leave her there. All right, now we go. All right, so he's, oh God, not, not more wrist stuff. Oh, come on. You've already tied her up by the wrists with your Italian tie twice in this movie. And now of all the things that we have to play with, you're going to pull out a pair of wrist cuffs, which is the same thing. Come on, use all the cool shit. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. The writing crop. This is a pretty serious tool, right? To use this on somebody who has never had an impact before. I wouldn't be recommending that. If I did, it'd be a little, it'd be a little love tap. Let's see if he's going to do that or he's going to go for heavy impact. Will there be any warm-up or is he just going to go straight into a strike? Not bad. That was actually a backhand strike, which is a much more difficult strike to do than the forehand. Not bad. How does it feel? Okay, he's checking in. That's good. She likes it. Oh, she's got the... Oh, she has two expressions, actually. She has scared and horny, and I can't believe I'm doing this horn and horny. What did he just do then? He just hit her on her rib cage overdoing the anticipation of how much this is going to affect someone. Like this, she can't, I can't believe, is it going to happen? It's like, yeah, okay, all right. 
settle down. I don't think that's going to happen. But that's that's all right. She's allowed to have her reaction. But the problem is here. Let's go back to this again. He hits her, not on her breast. Look, you wouldn't be hitting a woman with tiny little B-cups with a riding crop on her tits. You might use a pussy flogger for that, but no. And he missed, and he hit her directly on the bone on her skinny rib cage. Fail. And uh, look, as a dom, you're going to make mistakes. Certainly, I've accidentally hit the girl on the butt bone or flogged her in a way where the tassels have wrapped around and, and stung a little bit on her around the front of her body, for example. If you make mistakes as a dom, it's fine. You need to apologize and you need to correct them. Does he do that? No, she just thinks she likes being hit on the rib cage. No, she doesn't. On the stomach? No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. The only place you use this is on the inner thighs and on the ass, basically. You don't hit over organs with any kind of striking tool. What, am I going to spank her on the belly? Right? You, you don't flog, don't crop, don't spank bellies under rib cages, under armpits, or any other bizarre place he thinks might be sexy. Quiet. All right, some rope tie action going on. Uh, it's again the wrist, just a different way to tie up the wrists. He's sure, they're both really into the wrists, aren't they? You could tie her ankles up, you could tie her around the neck, if you know how to do all this crazy rope stuff. It's just the wrists again. Oh, he's running his hand up a leg. Is he going to touch your pussy? What? Now I cut to... Ah, oh, okay. So this is a montage of different things. Right. Now this is where the action's happening. doing everything. Hair pulling. Hair pulling sucked there. He took it from the end of the ponytail and he wrapped the ponytail up, which means that you're putting the hair under tension away from the scalp, which means it's going to be uncomfortable. When you're holding a woman by the hair, you hold in close to the scalp as possible. All right. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I, I missed again. This is the fourth time she's had sex. How does he penetrate her for the fourth time? Stabs it in without any preparation. Okay. Raw, raw, Christian raw. That's what they call him. And the only way he likes to fuck is <clears throat> just those rapey kind of pumping, which is like a cool stroke to do, right? Like it's theatrical, but that's like you're, you're stabbing against the back of the cervix there. It's not necessarily the most pleasurable. It probably won't get a woman off. It's good psychologically. I like doing that sometimes. Like fucking take it can take it but like not the whole time you need to get some undulation get some hip game going in there so she can actually feel something <laughs> and now we're all done right so theoretically i guess because it was montage this is where he's taken her in on her first you know session deeply into bdsm and look as a progression in this film if each of those scenes have been done, been done a bit better, then this would be fine, right? Like in terms of, okay, obviously, if you're a dom and you're with someone who doesn't know much about this, you don't want to take her into the red room and do everything all at once, probably. And so introducing, you know, tying up the things and putting blindfolds and using a bit of ice, like that's all good. It's just that he also then stabs her the pussy without any preparation. But now what we're seeing here is what we would call aftercare. So if you've taken a sub into what is known as subspace, it's a, it can be a really delicate, vulnerable, trance-like position for somebody to be in. And so afterwards, you need to take care of her, right? Or whoever it is that's submitting to you. And that means, as he's done, wrapping her in a towel, or caressing her, giving words of affirmation, drinking some water, you know, having some fruits, get some energy up, uh, being looked after, being put in the shower if need be, right? So it's, it's your responsibility as the Dom to take her through, to create the context for the play, to take her through the narrative, and then to seal it off at the end to conclude it so that there's not any residual issues, right? Because let's say you were doing something really nasty and aggressive in the play, 
if we don't, at the end, make it clear that that was just play, right? It was just theater. It was for both of our fun. And it's not bleeding out into the rest of our relationship. Doesn't mean I disrespect you or I think anything particular about you outside of the bedroom. And I care for you. Right? I look after you. And so you can transition from that intense trance state back into your you know, normal state of consciousness. And whatever he's doing here is nice. Let's go. I've got a feeling that I want to get through the rest of this very quickly. There's some more story. We don't care. Do they love each other? Do they not? Will he overcome his childhood issues that caused him to be such a weird pervert? That's not why people are kinksters. It's fun. And will she tame him? I want you to be in the playroom in 15 minutes. Okay, he wants her in the playroom in 15 minutes. I guess this is the penultimate final intense scene of the movie. And what's he doing? Pulling out more wrist things. All right, so yes, you always have to restrain her wrists. No, you don't. You could restrain her ankles. You could tie her knees up to the loops that you've got there so that she's spread eagle. There's so many other things you can do. And when she's always tied with her wrist, then there's not a lot that we can do and not a lot that she can do. Yeah, it's cool to tie girls from the wrist sometimes, but you've done it in every bloody scene. What are your safe words? Red and yellow. Red and yellow. Remember those. Oh, you better remember those safe words. You're going to need them. Okay, now he's tying her by all four limbs at this point, right? So she's got ankles and wrists tied. Uh, I almost never do this. Firstly, most women don't feel comfortable, even if they trust you being tied up by all extremities, because it means they are completely trapped. It's better in general to just do the ankles or just do the wrists, in my opinion. And if you're tying a woman to a bed with all four limbs uh, tied down, there's not so much that you can do. I mean, it's quite not functional to have sex from this position. She can't wrap her legs around you. She can't touch you. So it's you're just dealing with it. You're, you're creating your own starfish, which is a thing that people don't usually want. Okay, so he's blindfolded her and he's using a peacock feather, which is a very regal thing. Of course, if you're a billionaire, you're going to use a peacock feather, not just a feather duster. That's nice. Okay, so he's building all sorts of anticipation. And he's finally pulling out the flogger, draping it. Don't put it over her face. Don't put it over her face. Oh, good, he didn't put her over her face. Don't ever do that. Don't dangle things in women's faces. It doesn't feel nice. Yeah, this is a cool way to use an impact tool as a sensual tool as well. And there we go. He goes and he flogs her with absolutely awful form, right? He's doing a, an arc, which is not what you want to do with a flogger. Using a flogger is one of the comp more complicated tools to use. It's actually very advanced because most people think you do it like a whip. And what that does is it, comes down and then the tassels wrap around and create a sting. So it's incorrect form and he's whipping her on her stomach. Absolute no-no. You do not hit people over their organs. Bad form, Christian. You suck at this. And he's, he's on the front of her body, so he's hitting her over the chest. I mean, you can hit a, hit a woman in the breast, but I wouldn't be using a heavy flogger like that. I'd be using a light flogger. And as you can see... It's not particularly functional. Oh, finally she gets oral sex after the fourth or fifth time that they've had sex. And that's it. And that's it? That's it? That's the penultimate BDSM scene in this movie? Is there another one? Can I can I stomach it? Oh, God. There's a bunch of emotions. And then the movie ends. Thank fuck. <sighs> All right. Well, thanks for suffering through that with me. Terrible movie. Badly acted. Unrealistic. And... Very importantly, extremely bad representation of what a good dominant could be. This is a man that technically doesn't know his stuff, that is kind of boring and predictable with what he does, 
and doesn't actually respect the boundaries of the woman. And the other thing is there's no fun in this. Does he ever smile? Does he ever actually really show that he's properly enjoying things? No, it's all this stoic, authoritarian, stern, no fun dominance. Look, that's a thing and there'll be elements of that in play that can be fun to play with, with being stern and authoritarian. But sex is supposed to be fun and BDSM is supposed to be even more fun because we have all these toys and costumes and theatrical elements to play with. And so it shouldn't be so serious and weird and full of Freudian bizarreness. It's just supposed to be people expressing their interest in each other through intensity, through polarity, through power dynamics, and most importantly, through having fun together. And remember to touch a woman on the pussy before you put your cock in. That's really important because you could learn some really bad techniques from this move. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed the video. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.